Hello, church family. This is part two of our study of Nehemiah chapter four. Uh, and by way of introduction, uh, I'd like to share that uh, I used to be um, discipled by uh, a former police officer. And uh, he, uh, one of the things you understand about police officers is that their job is to protect people, both foreign and domestic. And what that means is that, like, you know, if you're a police officer running, um, you know, watching the streets, whether it's uh, some, some, some sort of attack from some other country that enters into this into the country or um, domestic meaning the like Americans attacking other Americans you need to protect that in fact it's in our constitution um, and not a constitution when you when you immigrate into the United States they ask you they ask all the people that when you raise your right hand and say that they you know before they become American citizens they need to defend uh, the, the United States both from foreigners and from domestic and that's just the reality of living in a fallen world that you're going to have people that are going to be that are going to attack you from uh, whether from within or from beyond and uh, that's what faithful uh, ministry is faithful ministry requires and understands requires us to understand that there are going to be enemies from within and from without and particularly from those of without we have to understand that our faithfulness to the lord our faithful uh obedience to the lord will, is going to invite uh enemies and those that are enemies of god are going to be our enemies as well uh, this isn't anything new because that's what uh, jesus said that they they will hate us because they hate hate him first which is going to get to our first point for uh, today, um, we're going to see how uh, the, the the reality of ministry, the, the reality of how um, if you want a long-lasting ministry, there's a certain reality you need to grasp, and that is that the first point is that there are enemies from without. Um, we see in verse one that there were people like Sanballat, and um, and uh, yes, yeah, it begins first by Sanballat uh, being very angry, and he mocked the Jews, and it's interesting that. You know, mocking is usually the first, um, that's usually the beginning of persecution. Uh, they start saying things about you. They start um, slandering you. They start doing like character assassination to kind of discredit you. Um, that's exactly how the world is going to operate when it comes to the Christians. If you ever notice the arguments that the world have against Christians, it's oftentimes begin by saying that Christians are really um, backwards or that they're bigots. You know, they're just name calling. Things that they would say about you without any understandable why they're saying what they are saying they just don't like what how you live they don't like the things you teach so it makes them furious and they begin to mock um verse two he spoke in the presence of his brothers and the wealthy men of San samaria and said what are these feeble jews doing are they going to restore it for themselves can they offer sacrifice can they finish in a day can they revive a stone from the dusty rubble even the burned ones so again this is them doubting the work of the people and they're doubting the work of uh, ultimately the lord they're just trying to do their best to, to make people discouraged. Uh, and again, in the context of our church, in the context of the time that we live in, uh, if there's anything that people, that non-Christians are against Christians, is that it's the promises of God. You know, they, all the things that we're doing is, oh, why are you doing all of this? Is uh, they, they, they just say that God's not real, so all the time and all the effort you put into the church is useless. And, they, and, then, and, and they're just trying to do and say things so that we can uh, not do ministry. Verse three. Now to buy the Ammonites was near him and said, even that, even what they are building, if a fox ju should jump on it, he should break their stone wall down. Which is kind of funny to hear, like a fox is a little animal. They jump on the wall, it'll just break down. The idea being that like they have nothing 
that their wall and everything else is it's very uh fragile it's not a um it's not something that is uh that has that's uh, strong and the, you know their materials are bad even though all their supplies are from the king uh they find that they're just trying to make you know say things that would make them discouraged and we as christians understand that uh that's no matter how big the insult is our god is bigger than that that our god builds the church our god is one who's going to build it he's going to sustain it and not not even the gates of hades can overcome the church verse 4 hear o our god how we are despised return their reproach on their own heads and give them up for the plunder in the land of captivity do not forgive their iniquity and let not their sin be blotted out before you for they have demoralized the builders um, and it's interesting again nehemiah he himself doesn't go and re- respond insult with insult he just gives it up to the lord even though it's in precatory prayer he still gives it to the lord he entrusts uh, that the lord will do whatever he 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 wills he understands that their uh, offense is actually against the lord and not their own though they're attacking him they're ultimately trying to attack god himself Verse 6, so we built the wall, and the whole wall was joined together to half its height for the people and a mind to work. Uh, who had a mind to work. And now Sambal, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and Ashdites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on and that the breaches began to be closed. They were very angry. All of them conspired together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause a disturbance in it. This is just how the uh, the uh, patterns of what enemies do. They, uh, they start problems. Uh, if you notice even some of the things that are going on in the world, especially those in like outside of U.S., a lot of laws are really specifically targeted against Christians, and more so than in America. Um, we may think that we're being targeted now, but in relative to other countries, this is nothing. Um, our American, their targets more in a broad sense, but in other countries, they specifically attack Christians. Um, and they, and, they, and they plan this out. It's not some arbitrary thing. Um, in certain Asian countries, they, they attack Christians because they want control over the people. They, they, fear, um, they fear that the, the having, being a Christian uh, means you have a certain way of thinking that goes against the government. Or if you're in the Middle East, and there are certain uh, rules against Christians is, is because they don't want you to worship that God because they think your God, the, the Christian God is wrong. So you have this constant... Uh, um, you know, uh, reality that non-Christians, those outside of the church, are going to attack you. In fact, Second Timothy three twelve tells us that those who live godly lives are going to come after you, and that's just the reality we need to understand. That we need to have thick skin. Um, and this, and you know, this is a question that we need to ask ourselves: Is there anyone in your life that's against you? Are there people that you see in your life that are that you know that have this like natural hatred towards you because of the fact that you follow Christ? But if there isn't any, then it could be a chance that you may not be godly enough. Again, 2 Timothy 3.12 tells us that those who live godly lives are going to get opposition. And a lack of opposition means that you aren't doing anything that may actually be on the side of Christ. So that's the first point, that opposition comes from without. If you are on God's side, you're naturally going to have people that are going to go against you. And again, they're against not you in particular, but they are against the God that you worship. And if you, if you understand that about ministry, you will sustain yourself through entrusting yourself with the Lord and understand that even the opposition is a fulfillment of God's word because he said that the enemies will come one day. And it will only come as time gets worse for Christians. But I trust also that the Lord will sustain us in all things. 
thanks for listening and I uh, hope that this is helpful. Tomorrow we're going to see how a greater threat is not actually not from without from outside the church but from within the church. Take care and have a good day. Bye.